Hello, my good friends. This is Dan Jones with another quiet talk for you. One spring afternoon, two men were walking along a dusty road in Judea. They were traveling from Jerusalem to a little village called Emmaus, a journey of about seven miles. As they walked, they were earnestly discussing momentous events which had transpired in Jerusalem over the last three days. They were troubled and confused. They were not the only travelers on the road that day. A stranger also walked along and joined with them. What are you talking so intently about, he said. The two men stopped short. They were amazed at this question. Are you the only man in town who doesn't know what's been going on in Jerusalem? What are you talking about? said the stranger. We're talking about Jesus, the man from Nazareth. We're talking about his mighty miracles that he performed and also the wonderful teaching he gave in the sight of God and everybody in Israel. But our leaders turned him over to the Romans to be crucified. We all thought he was our Messiah, the one who had come to set Israel free from bondage to the Gentiles. But then the strangest thing happened. Some of the women in our fellowship went to the tomb where they where he had been laid this morning. They said his body was gone. Then they said they saw two angels who told them he had come back from the dead. Then some of the men went and checked, and sure enough, the tomb was empty. We don't know what to think. Then the stranger began. You guys just don't get it. Don't you remember what the prophets wrote? Didn't they clearly predict that Messiah would suffer before entering his glory? He then began to open their minds and their hearts to all that had been written in the scriptures about himself. For the man talking was Jesus, who had that very morning come out from the tomb. They had not been able to recognize him when he first approached them on the road. Has Jesus ever come to you and you didn't recognize him? I'll bet he has. Very often our preconceived ideas about the way things should pan out make us blind to the approach of our loving Lord. He comes in unexpected ways through events and situations that maybe we would rather not have had to go through. In the darkness and confusion of these two disciples, Jesus approached. He was himself what they needed and longed for, but they didn't know who he was. Back in the book of Genesis, we read about Jacob. He had to leave home. He was literally running for his life. When while sleeping outside with a rock for his pillow, he had a dream of the gateway of heaven. At the top of the stair, he saw the Lord standing while angels were going up and down. When he woke up, he said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. Well, before long, I'm sure it seemed like just minutes to them, the three travelers reached their destination. It was beginning to get dark. Jesus acted as if he was going further. 
The two said to the stranger, Stay here with us, it's getting late. So Jesus went in with them to supper. Remember, they still didn't recognize him, even after all he had taught them on their trip. When they sat down to eat, Jesus took the bread and blessed it as he had before. Suddenly their eyes were opened, and they knew it was Jesus, but then immediately he disappeared. What a story. When I read this, I can hear the music track, the mysterious-sounding strings rising to a crescendo as he vanishes before their eyes. They immediately jump up, forgetting about their food. They hurriedly head back to Jerusalem to tell everybody they had seen Jesus alive. Imagine their excitement. But the part of this story that I love the most is what they said to each other after Jesus vanished. Didn't our hearts burn within us while he talked to us on the road, while he opened to us the scriptures? Have you ever felt that way when you were reading God's word or perhaps listening to an anointed message? I don't know of any other thing, idea, thought, that can make my heart burn this way. Of course, this doesn't happen every time you open the Bible. We read and meditate on the word daily, not because of how it makes us feel, but because it's our daily bread. But thank God for those moments when the Spirit of God comes upon us and we know that God is speaking directly to our hearts. There's an important truth embedded in this little remark from this disciple of Jesus. The words, while he opened to us the scriptures, are significant. I imagine that these two knew the scriptures that Jesus referred to. Jewish boys of their day were faith carefully and faithfully taught the law of God. It was the subject of constant discussion among them. But you can have scripture memorized and it can still be closed to you. This is explained by Paul in 1 Corinthians 2. Of spiritual truth, he writes that these things God has revealed to us through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except the Spirit of that person which is in him? So also no one comprehends the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit who is from God, that we might understand the things freely given us by God. And we impart this in words not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the Spirit, interpreting spiritual truths to those who are spiritual. The natural person does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are folly to him, and he is not able to understand them because they are spiritually discerned. The spiritual person judges all things, but is himself to be judged by no one. For who has understood the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. In our fallen state, our fleshly minds cannot 
comprehend God's thoughts, his truth. So we need the operation of the Holy Spirit in us. He must turn the light on for our darkened minds. Many approach the Bible in an academic way. Now, I'm thankful for godly scholars, especially those whose proficiency with languages enables us to read the Bible in our own tongue. But academics is not enough. You can be an expert in biblical languages, an expert in the history and culture of the ancient Near East, and yet not truly comprehend what God seeks to communicate. As Paul, who himself was a scholar, wrote in the passage I just read, the natural mind, in other words, average human thinking, the kind of thinking of which all people are capable, regardless of their faith, cannot accept or understand the things of the Spirit of God, those things revealed in the Bible. These things are spiritually understood, and only God can grant that spiritual understanding. That's what Jesus did for those two disciples on the road to Emmaus. He opened their spiritual understanding. I would pray for you that God would give you this understanding. I would pray that your heart would burn as the Spirit of God communicates with your inner spirit. If you will fully yield your will to God's will, He will give you this understanding. Let me pray for you right now. Heavenly Father, I pray through the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would give the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God to those listening, that the eyes of their hearts would be enlightened. And Lord, I pray this through Jesus, who wants to give us the truth, who is himself the word and the truth. Amen. My dear friend, would you pray for us as we seek to establish a work for Jesus in Schenectady, uh, New York area. We're calling it Bread of Life Anglican Church, and we meet on Sundays at 10 o'clock in the morning at 1809 Union Street in Schenectady. That's the American Legion Hall. If you're in that area, you don't have a church home, we would love to meet you and to worship with you. As always, you can reach me by email at father.danjones at outlook.com. God bless you.